Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Uh, you've probably, we've all done this, I think. You've probably gone through a checkout line and thought, oh, this cashier is really going to judge me on this. I got <laughs> I got 10 frozen pizzas at <laughs> 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. I think the first time as you, uh, as a teenager, you buy condoms. Right. You, yeah. you know the scrutiny of a cashier. And that is such a nervous moment. Right? God, I can. <laughs> it's I one can of those rites of passage. It really is. Yeah, I can see it in my mind's eye. Like just stalling, going up to the cash. Oh man, you're going up and down every aisle. Yeah. Well, you're also looking for cheap things that you can add to your basket mm-hmm. to hide the fact that you know it's all you really came in for. A rosary, a Bible. <laughs> Yeah. And you never know what to do. Like you're you're judging the cash. Do I go with the little old lady right. or do I go with the young girl? Well, mind you, I guess now in the in the world of self checkout. Yeah. That's so much easier. That's taken away all of that. Oh, you kids today. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe they should do that. Maybe there should be like uh like an automatic price check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a scanning issue yeah. on every box of condoms. Yeah. But back in our day, the little old lady would look at it and go, Magnums, really? Junior? You gonna wear it as a full body suit? It should be now that you go to the self-checkout and you just swipe it and say, a cashier will assist you in a moment. It's kind of like back Back when we had the video stores and you'd go in and uh, I had to rent a lot of different movies for different sound drops and bites. And so literally I would go in on a weekday morning after we got off the air and I'd be right renting like bedroom eyes 12 from behind the squeaky door. And again, the cashier, young girl or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I want to, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I need this for work. I'm not renting this on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. Oh, to go no. home and watch it myself. I did. I did watch it. But for work, there was a purpose. Anyhow, uh, do cashiers judge you? Well, I guess some do. You would think they see so many people go through their um, their aisle or their, their cash that they would get kind of jaded and bored with it all. But no, some have even kept track of some things they've seen and have uh, shared the stories, judging people for what they bought. Uh, a few highlights for you. Uh, parents, one cashier said, parents who will buy booze and cigarettes but scream at their kids to put bottles of juice or candy back. <laughs> yeah, you must see all kinds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of coming through that lineup. Sometimes pretty sad, probably. Mm-hmm. One cashier said a young male customer was once buying various junk food and children's flu medicine. When the total came up, he was short. So he put the medicine back. There's oh, your example. Right. People dropping way more money than they should on lottery tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah, that could be sad as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive premium bottled water. Not just because it's probably a waste of money, but because also of the plastic waste. Okay. Anything in a large amount. One cashier said that a person bought 15 cases of Red Bull and they looked like they were 12 years old. <laughs> a cashier at a pet store said they judge people who buy their pet the cheapest, trashiest food. Right. Oh, yeah, they can be a very judgy environment, yeah. oh, too. Oh, sure. Right, because there's a push to go, like, you know, natural. Yeah, yeah. And raw foods. Yeah. Meanwhile, you see dogs eating anything they find on the, on the street. <laughs> very true. They're eating their own poop, but we want to make sure. <laughs> 
A worker at a movie theater said they judge people who bring their kids to R-rated movies, like bringing a seven-year-old to Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Sometimes there's mistakes made. Like, I remember uh, going to the movies when I was probably about 12 with my buddy and his parents, and we went to see Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 1. All right. And there was some moments where the language was racy or too much, too racy for my buddy's mom. And I just remember sitting there like there was a, a scene when, you know, one of the guys is waterboarding or wa- motorboating this woman's boobs. And, <laughs> you know, somewhat different. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm 12. What the hell do I know? But she uh, was not happy with it. I think she run, gave her husband crap for taking us to the movies. You ever run into this, uh, you know, with your kids and that they want to watch a movie and you've seen it before, like mm. years ago, but you can't remember mm. all of like the, uh, the bad bits, like the dirty bits, how oh, yeah. bad it was. I told you my white man can't jump story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I watch it. There's so many times, like a movie like that. Like you, yeah. you, I watch it like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. as Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. They play basketball. How, how bad, bad could it be? be? Yeah. <laughs> Rosie Perez is fully naked. <laughs> They're dropping the FM bomb constantly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We used to rent videos every Friday night, and we had run out of things to watch, and I had exactly that thought. It's right. basketball. I remember it being really funny. <laughs> and Daniel was old enough to know there was something wrong, but David was oblivious. And in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of that movie, because every time they play basketball, they're just, you know, they're they're just trash-talking yeah. each other. And it's just MF, MF, oh, MF. Yeah. There must be, it's worse than Scarface. It could be just one scene, too. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I totally forgot about that scene. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, like, oh, watching it with the boys and i'm like oh crap that scene's coming up it's coming <laughs> oh uh, <Hold laughs> i guess it's skipping i don't know <laughs> we just lost power <laughs> netflix is skipping today <laughs> and mcdonald's cashier wonders about people who order a coffee with 10 or more sugars oh yeah yeah if you're going above really above a double double yeah you need help you you know those that go to the four by four on a regular basis you might want to check in with a doctor it's just a big cup of candy basically uh-huh a Starbucks cashier admits judging people who buy their kids double chocolate chip frappuccinos at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's true. <laughs> I judge anyone who's taking their kids to Starbucks. Right. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, and uh, sometimes it's the combination of things. So one cashier tells a story about an older gentleman who came in with a large jug of red wine in his arm with a also under the other arm a, a big, big tube of KY jelly. <laughs> and to top it off... Two potatoes. <laughs> she just thought, ah, this guy's got himself a weekend. That's right. Yeah. If you like the phrase, I don't care about the money, it's the principle of it, we found your new hero. A 66-year-old lawyer in India just won a lawsuit he filed 22 years ago. Uh, back in 1999... He bought two train tickets for a short trip through northern India. Okay. Combined, they only cost 70 rupees or about 88 cents. Okay. So he gave the train station cashier a 100 rupee note, and they shortchanged him. He only got 10 rupees back. Wow. They should have given him 30. When he told the cashier, they refused to give him back the rest, so he sued the train company for the 20 rupees. Over the past 22 years, he's gone to court 120 times to hear about this thing. Holy cow. His family begged him to drop it, but he didn't and he wouldn't. And the judge finally ruled in his favor. The company has to pay him 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the difference. <laughs> and he had other clients. Like, like, yeah. Was he dedicating all of his time to this? To this, I guess. Plus, okay, so he gets a bit more. They have to pay 12% interest a year from 99. So now he gets $3.03. Oh, all right. Yeah. But the judge actually uh, helped him out a little bit more. He did a little better. The judge ordered the company to pay him an extra 188 bucks in fines. So he's really getting around 190 bucks okay. when it's all said and done. What started from 25 cents. See, had they just given him his quarter back, <laughs> but now they're down 190 bucks. That's not bad, eh? Northern India, you take a train ride for like 88 cents. Uh, have you seen that train? <laughs> yes, there's been some photos. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's not VO1. No, it certainly is not. That's unbelievable. You know, I've uh, I've never been in a position to sue anybody. I've been threatened to be sued <laughs> a few times. <laughs> and you know what's interesting about, um, and, and this is, uh, I don't know if this is all lawyers or just our lawyer, but the, the couple of times that uh, somebody threatened to sue me over something, you know, you go panicked to your lawyer. Like, oh, my God, what does this mean? And can this really happen? And they're always the same. Ah. Don't worry about it till they actually take you to court. Right. Don't yeah. worry about it till we actually show up in court. <laughs> I'm like, but I can't sleep at night. Right. This guy's, th- you know, sending threatening email and his lawyers have reached out and, um, nah, don't worry about it. They're just, they're just uh, talking out there, <laughs> trying to get you to write them a check so it doesn't end up in court. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's like if someone, you know, tries, challenges you to a fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Until the, uh, till the gloves are on. Yeah. Then it's it's not really one. It's just uh, just all words at that point. It's like when I was getting all those speeding tickets out of Italy, and I'd call my lawyer just beside myself. Well, what do I do? And how how do I know how many more tickets are coming? And he'd be just like, "Who cares? A thousand of them can come. Don't pay it. Yeah. Don't pay it." <laughs> Every time somebody walked in my driveway, I was hit the deck like I was about to be shot. <laughs> lights out! Lights out! Don't answer the door. So I, I can't, I can't. Maybe he like just that. saw like 22 years of representing you coming yeah. together. <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> Hold out here. Yeah. So anyhow, that's just a terrific story and good on the guy. I mean, his family was even begging him to stop it. Right. But he kept going. Well, those that are still alive, <laughs> I'm right. sure are proud. He's also paying for a divorce now, probably <laughs> as well. Have you ever been driving on the highway behind one of those massive transport trucks carrying all the cars and you just think to yourself, oh, my God, could you imagine if one of those just fell off oh. the back? You know, because some of them are just hanging off the back of those trailers. Right, yeah. Well, a similar sort of thing happened to a bunch of people on a highway, only it did fall off, but it wasn't cars. It was porta-potties. Oh. Yeah, I think I'd rather have the car land on Right, me. yeah. There's no windshield washer fluid that's going to get rid of that. <laughs> that much poop. Uh, luckily, these uh, porta potties were empty when they slid oh, off the back of this man. Truck. Yeah. Like the world's worst game of Frogger. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they were flying all over the road because I guess the porta potties had wheels on the bottom, so instead of tipping over, they were just rolling around, and cars were hitting them. But yes, luckily they were empty, and nobody was inside of one either. <laughs> you know, that's true. You know that feeling though when you you know you're like you're about to hit it. 
mm-hmm. right? And, or hit something and there's no control. There's nothing, no. you haven't done anything wrong, mm-hmm. but there's just that kind of, you know, you, you raise your shoulders and you, you tense up yeah. knowing that something bad is about to happen. When you think that's bad <laughs> is a load of crap. <laughs> Imagine taking that to your local detailing place. Clear the schedule. <laughs> Someone's quitting that day. <laughs> Uh, there seems to be many people complaining about their uh, quality of sleep, that it has been declining over the years. Okay. And many um, sleep experts place it firmly at the hands of electronics that right. we're staring into that screen before we go to yeah, sleep. The blue light. Yeah. And, and and we're reading stuff that's freaking us out or we're getting upset with something we saw on social media and so when you're supposed to be chill and the lights are supposed to be out and maybe you've even got a little fan going and complete silence, we're, we're not, we're, we're complaining that we're not sleeping enough and yet we're not doing ourselves any favors by the way we treat ourselves before we go to bed. I'm guilty, uh, completely of having the phone on, you know, right before I go to bed. Really, eh? Right. It's in your face before you go to sleep. Right, right in my face. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, games, laps, or something like that, I've been playing on. Right. Um, you know, guilty of doing that. For many people, it was the TV before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> there is there is still a sleep function on your TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's harder to find. It used to be like one of the, the top buttons on the remote. That was an upgrade on the TV. Yeah. Was that sleep function? You set it to turn off in half an hour or an hour. Yeah. Knowing that you'd fall asleep to the to it. Yeah, we usually lie in bed and watch an episode of something and then turn it off and pass out. Um, we are so desperate for sleep. Many say they would give up their cell phone for one month in exchange for perfect sleep. Oh, that's bull. Yeah, we don't give our phone up. I'd give, people would give away their children before they gave up their phone. <laughs> Here, take my kids. Then actually you probably could have a good yeah, night's sleep. That's right. The damn kids ruin everything. <laughs> Others say they'd give up eating out for one month, would give up seeing friends for one month, would give up TV or movies for a month. This is all to get a good night's sleep. Right. Would give up music. What's keeping us up aside from the cell phone, life, kids, pets, work, stress? Well, we're lying there worrying about a lot of things. We're worrying about inflation. We're still worrying about COVID. We're worrying about interest rates going up. We're worrying about climate change. I mean, these are a lot of things we really can't solve. No. Although I will say this, if you're concerned about interest rates, had a terrific conversation on Friday with our uh, bank manager because we were wondering if we should lock in our uh, variable and, uh, of course, we'd gotten this mortgage when rates were so low yeah. that even with the increases, we're still below where it's at. You're, you're still winning, right? Yeah, we're ahead of the game, but we just wanted to make sure. She predicts through, uh, and she's been at it for about 30 years, she said, on both sides and uh, through discussions with other money management people, they see interest rates in the next year, 2023 and 2024, not coming back down to what they were. Leveling off. But they'll come back down again. Right. So if you're at three, and we might get another bump before the end of the year, but then things might start to cycle mm. back. Yeah. Well, certainly you can see it in the housing industry, how that's cooled off. Right. So well, Big time. Yeah. Which is what they were trying to, yeah. to do, right? Yeah. Uh, not necessarily to, to take money out of your pocket, but to, right. you know, prevent people from getting way in over their heads. Yeah, and if you're in a home and that you plan on staying in for some time to come, things will start to climb back up again. But I, 
yeah, certainly this has been a sting for anybody who for months and months now has talked about how their home is worth 1.1 and 1.2 and now right. it's worth 8. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but it'll it'll climb again. It'll It's really it's the people I feel bad for, the ones who you know, we're, we're talking about it, thinking about it, and considering it, mm-hmm. looking at other options, and then saying, you know, pulling the trigger in like July. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, yeah. that's like a move the venue you left make. on the table. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know? I just found out this weekend the, what the last name Ven really stands for. Missed by that much. <laughs> <laughs> We were up at a cottage with some family over the weekend who were all Vens. And we got to some point discussing about everybody had a story about how they were close to something really great happening. And it never did. And I said, that's what Ven stands for. Missed it by that much. It kind of is when you think about it. I mean, the Venn diagram, yeah. it shows, you know, that middle section where all the circles yeah. <laughs> overlap. Yeah. That's yeah. the sweet spot. Yeah. The Vens are just in the outside circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is, this is a perfect example. The cottage we stayed at this weekend is a perfect example of my life in a nutshell. So we're up near Wasega, around Woodland, uh, Bomb Beach, and the area of beach that they're on is absolutely gorgeous. Georgian Bay was perfect. The water was excellent. But as you're on the beach, you're looking back towards all the cottages. The ones on the beach, most of them over the decades, have been uh, restored, rebuilt, knocked down. You got McMansions up there, you know. The cottage we were in was on the other side of the road <laughs> and a pua. <laughs> this is this is how the Vens missed it by that much. We're that close to the beach. We're right there. We're right there, but we can't get across the damn road. Well, you know, the internet is probably the uh, arguably the uh, the most powerful tool that we have at our disposal, certainly, and yet. We continue to use it for nonsense like this. People are debating whether or not uh, straw, one piece of straw, has one hole or two holes. This is what we're arguing about. Okay. Yeah. Did I? Uh, does it have holes? Uh, <laughs> I didn't I, even, yeah, I'm not sure I knew that. I guess it does. Most. Is that say, why a straw for your drink is called a straw? Oh, it could be. Well, look at that. I didn't even consider that. But yes, I guess so. Most people think there's just one. There are some others who think too. Right. But science has actually stepped in. The actual answer is one hole. Okay. So now we know. Uh, it's complicated as to why people got confused. But I guess this is the simplest way to put it. There are not two circles at each end of a piece of straw. The whole thing is the same circle. So if you squish down a straw, it'll look more like a ring or a washer. There will only be one hole. Right. So now you know. Why am I imagining a group of farmers <laughs> trying to get onto the internet to argue about straw holes? Yeah. yeah, it's a thing we argue about. That and, of course, naked women. That, right. That's that's what we use the internet for and to accuse everybody else of doing something wrong. Uh-huh. That, that's where we're at. Um, what do you think the most favorite drink of this summer has been? Wow. Um I mean, we're talking alcohol? Yeah. Okay. I, I would think it'd be a cooler of some sort. Mm-hmm. They, they're so popular now. Yeah, they are. Like, they've just taken over the LCBO. Yeah, like absolutely. Every shelf is full of them. Well, a, uh, a firm that looks at sales data from bars has uh, figured out which drink is the most popular. It's, it's really climbed up the list. I mean, it's not the most popular, 
but it's gone from 17th to 9th. So it's a big leap this summer. And, of course, it had a song written about it once. If you like pina coladas, oh. get caught in the rain. Yeah, yeah, the pina colada. Really? A big deal this summer. It's not just a resort drink anymore. I guess not. Mojitos, having a good year. Old Fashions, very popular. Margaritas, always top the list. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you know, you know, you, you go even golfing now and you'll see, uh, guys who are ordering the white claws and the sandbaggers and loving them all. A lot more than, uh, than the beer in some cases. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Is that, you know what? And uh, listen, I, I love a beer when it's really cold and mm-hmm. on a patio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes on the golf course, first couple of sips are good and then, mm-hmm. you know, you had to sit around in the cart for a little bit. Yeah, it's not the best second half of the dr- of the can kind of drink. Especially if they're selling the king cans. Right. You know, you really got to pile through that quickly. Yeah. Which I would never complain right. about. Yeah. That's so, never been an issue for I you. I have to drink this so fast. It's gross. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.